Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Katrina Fava. Thank you so much for joining us today from wherever you are in the world. Um, we are having a very interesting show today. But before we get started with our topic, I will introduce myself and the show a little bit to you if this is the first time you're tuning in. Um, I'm Petrina, and I am a, a woman who does a whole bunch of different things. I like to have my hands in a whole bunch of pots at the same time. So I am a mom of three awesome kids. Uh, they are 11 and 9 and 5. I'm also a pediatric nurse. Uh, I work at Sickest Hospital in Toronto, and I also teach nursing. I have my own line of natural um, body products called Naturally Happy Body, and um, I also teach infant massage classes, and I'm also an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. It's a, a very interesting body of work that I've been playing with um, for about six years now. Some of the tools of this modality we will be talking about today on the show um, as we go along. If you want to check me out, you can um, look at www.patrinafava.com. My line of body products is naturallyhappybody.com. And if you are curious about uh, access consciousness, you can take a look at accessconsciousness.com. So what are we doing today? Well, today, so coming up in this moment in time is Mother's Day. Um, so depending when you're listening, that may have already passed, but Mother's Day is coming up. And a little while ago, I thought, well, what better topic, mothers, the women we love to hate. So uh, if you're listening, you may have some something in mind already about this topic. So mothers, daughters, mother-in-laws, we love them. We hate them. We blame them for all our insecurities and our hang-ups. We judge them. And we blame them for our relationship issues. They love us. They guilt us. They project their expectations and blame us for all their disappointments. How many lifetimes of dueling have the two of you endured? Have you had enough? Whether you hate the mothers in your life or love them, and whether you have a mother or you are a mother, this conversation will challenge the beliefs and opinions that this reality perpetrates. So are you interested in holding on to lifetimes of ongoing combat? Or is it time to end the feud? So where did this come from, you might ask? <laughs> so I'll be really honest. I uh, This came up for me last week when I was having a mood with my own mother. I was in a mood. I was not happy with her. I was judging the crap out of her. We were not having fun together. 
And then I was on Facebook and I saw some mushy quote about mothers and I was like sneered at it. I was like, whatever, rolled my eyes. I was like, <laughs> and, you know, this is not new for me. There's been like a little bit of tension between me and my mom, of course, throughout our lives, as I'm sure no one who's listening to this knows anything about. And I started to ask myself some questions. And at one point, I really looked at everything that I was asking about how I could change it. I was really aware that in my mind, I was saying no to everything. So, you know, I'm having this conversation with myself in my head about like, well, what if I what if what if I said this to her? And like, you know, what am I holding on to from the past that I could let go of? And like, you know, how much how much just asking a bunch of questions and finally I came to an awareness. Although I have to be honest, it's not a new awareness, but I finally I was able to truly look at this and be brutally honest with myself. And this is what it is. I don't want to let this go. There's something about fighting with my mother that I like. <laughs> right? Anybody else? So <laughs> there's something about it that I love and that I'm not willing to give it up. So what about you guys? What is it about fighting and dueling and having conflict with the mothers in your lives that you secretly enjoy? So what does that mean? Does that sound ridiculous? Because on one hand, you don't want to be fighting with your mother and your mother's-in-law. And on the other hand, there's something about it that you're actually enjoying. So when we're talking about mothers on, in this next hour, it really could be your mom, your mother-in-law, your stepmom, your godmother, uh, maybe your aunt who's like a mother, anyone who mothers you in any way, and whatever. And we're going to be talking about what that means, mothering as a verb. So how much do you love to fight with your mother? And what is that? What is the value of going to combat with the people who are mothering you? And everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that crazy thing that I just said is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. It is something that's part of this modality called Access Consciousness. It is very long to explain. I'm not going to explain it on this show. You can look it up. It actually has its own website, theclearingstatement.com. So check it out. Basically what it is is it's a tool that you can use when you talk about something or you bring up something and it has a whole bunch of energy and a whole bunch of charge on it. And you can say those words, which are all short form for big, long list of things, and it can really change that energy and, and just delete it and get rid of all the charge, all the energetic charge that's on it. So how much do you love to fight with your mother? So I'm just looking in the chat room and there's a comment, how many times have we been lovers with our mothers? So if you think about 
<laughs> if you think about the possibility that we've lived many lifetimes, that this is not our only lifetime, what better relationship to have with someone that you want to continue fighting with than a mother-daughter relationship or a mother-son relationship or a mother-in-law and daughter-in-law relationship. So just imagine that you lived some past life and you were dueling with someone and you swore that this would never be over right before you died. (laughs) And then are you continuing that duel in this lifetime and what better relationship to have than a mother and a child one, and especially a mother and daughter one, although we're going to look at that a little bit. So I, interestingly, I so if you've listened to my show before, you know that I like to look up words, and um, I like to look up actually the etymology of words, not just the meaning of words. So etymology is the study of the original meaning of words, and which I always find fascinating when you look back into the 12th and 13th century, sometimes the original meaning of the word is very different than how we use it today. And that gives you some insight into how the word was originally intended and how much actually we've twisted it to mean other things. And so sometimes, you know, it's interesting to pay attention to the energy of certain words and how they don't actually match how we use them today. And then when you look at the etymology, you realize the original intention is very different. Anyways, uh, that's my, my nerdy English etymology side speaking there. So I looked up mother and I have to tell you I was extremely disappointed. (laughs) It was like I thought there was going to be this huge like significant explanation about the word mother and there was not. There was the female parent period. And I was like what? That's it? That's all you got? Etymology online? What? Come on. I'm like scrolling up and down the page. There's got to be something else. What the heck? The female parent End. Next word. (laughs) But you know what? That actually made me realize how much significance we put on the word mother that is not maybe actually really there or that doesn't have to be there. Um, The female parent. The end. So what if being a mother is not nearly as significant as we have all made it in this reality. What if being a mother is simply being the female parent, simply being the person who donated half of your DNA? So if that sounds, you know, really kind of crass to you or like, come on, Patrina, surely there's more to being a mother than donating DNA. There might be. However, what happens when we put so much significance on something and we make it so loaded and so heavy with meaning? What hap- can you have um, a relationship or an interaction? Can you enjoy the other person's company? Can you enjoy everything that they are in your life? Can you receive everything that they have to give if the idea of what they are, the label you've given them, is so heavy with meaning and significance. Mm, I don't think so. So everywhere you have made mother 
so incredibly significant and heavy with meaning and significance. Can you please destroy and uncreate all of that significance that you've been holding in place? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. When you're free of significance and meaning, then you can enjoy something for what it really is. If you could free yourself of the meaning and the significance of your mother, you might be able to look at your mother as a person and not as a significant relationship in your life that's supposed to mean something. If you take all the significance away and all the the judgment and the should and the supposed to's away from the label, could you actually see her? Could you see her for who she truly is? Without the labels, without the judgment, without the significance, without the expectations of what her role is supposed to be. And everything that does not allow you to do that, everything that does not allow you to lift all the significance away of your mother, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Uh, I think this is a good time for a break. So, so let's take a break, and when we come back, we will delve a little bit more into mothers and mothering and significance and what else is possible with all of that. So you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, your host, Petrina Fava, on A to Zen.fm. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613 800 8736 
In the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, your host, Petrina Fava. And today we are talking about mothers, the women we love to hate. Now, before we go on, I just want to talk a little bit about the commercial you have, may have just heard about a study that's happening here in Ontario with um, a bunch of school children, and the study is looking at an energetic, hands-on body process called the Access Consciousness BARS, B-A-R-S. This modality is something that I have been using in my own life for about six years. Um, I teach this modality, um, and it is awesome, (laughs) in a a word. It is awesome. So... um, the study involves uh, looking at how having this body process run on children impacts the way they learn and what they receive and how it can change things for them at school and in their lives. So that's what that commercial is about. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about the study and um, donating some uh, funds to support the study that's happening, the research study that's actually being um, created now, you can go to accessyourbrilliance.com for more information. And you can also contact me if you have any questions at Petrina uh, at PetrinaFava.com. Okay, so let's go on and talk some more about mothers, the women we love to hate. So before we went to break, we were talking about all the significance that's placed on mothering. And, you know, please remember that throughout this show, we're not talking just about your biological mother. We're talking about um, mothers, adoptive mothers, foster mothers, um, stepmothers, mother-in-laws, godmothers, aunts who are like mothers, anyone who mothers you. So what does mothering mean? I looked up uh, mother on etymology online as I was talking about before the break and I was uh, I saw that the only real meaning there was the female parent, um, which I thought was hilarious and extremely interesting considering how much significance and how many definitions we place on mother today in our society, in this reality. When I looked it up on etymology online, and this is like, from the 19, I don't know, I have it here, like from the 1500s, you know, like from a really long time ago, the only real meaning of mother was the female parent, the half-donor of your DNA. So um, mothering as a verb in in uh, in this online etymology dictionary is actually defined to be, um, to mean to take care of. So that's a little bit kind of more where we get into what is it that a mother does? What is it that it means to be a mother? So what does taking care of mean? And again, this can mean so many things to so many people. What does it mean to take care of someone? Well, what I think it means to take care of someone might be different than what you think. And taking care of someone today in the year 2016 most likely looks extremely different than it did in the 1500s. So what does it mean to take care of 
someone. So what does it mean to take care of a mother when a mother takes care of her children? And what does it mean when her children, when you are the child and you are taking care of your mother? And what does all of that bring up for you? Um, all of that, that energy of, um, I took care of you, so you should take care of me. My mother took care of me, so I should take care of her. So all of that energy of owing and um, guilting and, hmm, there's something else, owing, guilting, uh, oh. all, anyways, everything that is, all the debts you have, all the debts you owe to your mother, uh, that you are grudgingly mm, repaying. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate all of those and revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of those oaths and vows and fealties and communities attached to that? <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, you know, if you're wondering, again, about what all of that means, consider all of the times you swore that you would never leave your mother or that you swore you would always take care of her or that you, you would be infinitely uh, grateful. And then, did you change your mind? Or are you doing it not from choice but from obligation? And what does it create when you do something from obligation instead of from choice? And what else is possible with all of that? Which kind of brings me to what happens when you're a mother or a mother-in-law or whatever and you say things to your children or to your daughters-in-law or sons-in-law like, uh, I carried you for nine months. I birthed you. I was in labor for 27 hours. Uh, you know, you don't get to talk to me like that. And, you know, I wouldn't know anything about that sentence because I've never said that exact sentence to my children, possibly last week. Anyways, so, so everywhere you have said casually to your child, you owe me without realizing how much mm, oaths and vows and and contracts you are creating with that and bindings that you're creating with that energetically and from other lifetimes. Can you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So... <laughs> My head's spinning a little bit. I don't know about you. <laughs> so, mothering. So, what does it mean to be a mother? And what does it mean to be a mother? Okay, so here's a bunch of quotes that I have come upon in that is our society's way of attempting to define mothering. So, which one is my favorite? Okay. Mm, hold on one second. Well, here's one. The love between a mother and a daughter is forever. Okay, cool. Seems innocent enough, right? Unless you feel like you don't love your mother, in which case that will load you with a whole crap load of guilt. Um, here's another one. Motherhood. All love begins 
and ends there. Um, God couldn't be anywhere. I like this one. God could not be anywhere and everywhere. God could not be everywhere and so he created mothers. Okay, if you're a mother and you hear this quote repeatedly or somebody buys you a plaque with this saying on it and you are feeling like you are the crappiest mother in the world and you are looking for some space from your children and you are wishing that you could go far, far away for two weeks and then you read that quote, God could not be anywhere and so could not be everywhere and so he created mothers. How much guilt is that going to put on you? Just a little bit. So all of these points of view and all these opinions and all of these little sayings and all of these little catchphrases and now these have all become, you know, memes attached to images that we see all over social media. Sometimes these qu quotes or opinions or points of view can actually really screw us up and can really, um, you know, stick a knife in our happy day. <laughs> so what are some other ones? Um, uh, a mother understands what a child does not say. A mother understands what a child does not say. Well, if you're a mother and your baby is screaming at three in the morning, bloody murder, and you feel like a complete idiot and you don't know what the heck your child is trying to tell you and you read something like this, are you going to feel good about yourself? I don't think so. So all of these are really interesting points of view. Oh, here's another one. Behind every good kid is a great mom. <laughs> okay. And please get me like I'm not making fun of these, but I want you to, what I, what I want to get across here is these little sayings that we have, these quotes, they can actually really mess us up. Behind every good kid is a great mom. Well, if you have a kid that has been labeled a bad kid, that must then automatically make you a bad mom. Because if behind every good kid is a great mom, then behind every bad kid is a bad mom. Right. So, you know, just a little bit of significance play, placed on mothering in this reality. So I was thinking about my mom and some crap that we have between us. And I was thinking that um, I was thinking things like I was having thoughts like, you know, she has a lot of judgments about me. And, you know, she has an idea of what I was supposed to be like. And because I didn't turn out to be like that, now she's mad. Um, you know, she's always trying to control me. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I realized, well, okay, so I was at a, a class. Uh, so Access Consciousness has a bunch of classes that you can take. And this particular class was a class that was being led by the founder, Gary Douglas. And I asked him a question about my own children. So from the perspective of me as a mother about my own kids. And he said to me, he looked right in my face and he said, Petrina, you need to get your expectations and your projections off of your kids. You need to stop projecting ideas and projecting expectation onto your kids. And that has really stuck with me for a long time. 
And then when I was thinking about all this stuff about my mom, how she was, she judges me a lot and she has a lot of expectations about me and that she thought I was going to be one thing and I turned out to be another and so now she's mad and that she's always trying to control me. I kind of heard that, that thing that Gary Douglas said to me in my head and I went, oh, um, I'm doing those things to my mother exactly the same way she's doing them to me. So, yes, she has expectations of me. Absolutely. Do I have expectations of my mother? Hell yeah. Because I do not have just some regular mother. I have an extra special mother, and therefore I have high expectations for this woman. And so when she does not fit my expectations, I get pissed. And I get mad. Uh, and... Did I have an expectation of what she was going to turn out to be like? And there, and when she hasn't, I get really mad. Um, yeah. So when I was young, I really thought that my mom was this cool person. She wasn't like an old-fashioned mom, you know, those old-fashioned ones that those other people had that my my friends had. Nuh-uh, not my mom. She was a cool mom. She was awesome mom. And, you know, as the years went on, I slowly started to realize that in some ways she did have some, quote-unquote, old-fashioned ideas. And as I saw this, I actually started to resist it furiously. And I started to get angry with her because she was not turning out to be what I expected of her to be. Um, And... You know, am I controlling my mother? Am I doing things to control my mother? And when I can't control my mother, do I get mad? Mm, yeah, just a little bit. So, <laughs> so everywhere you're accusing your mother of doing something when in fact that very thing that you're accusing her of is actually what you're doing to her, can you destroy and uncreate all of that, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because when you accuse someone of something, it is because you yourself are doing it. So if I look at all the things I'm accusing my mother of, hello, I'm doing them right back at her. So everything you are all accusing your mothers, your mother-in-laws of, your godmothers, your stepmothers, your stepsisters, that just came into my head, so I'm going to just say it. All of those things that you are accusing them of, that in fact you yourself are doing, will you please destroy and create all of that loop and that circle and that keep coming back to that, that Mobius strip we're going to call it? Destroy and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I can't even talk. I'm out of breath. So we're going to go to break. <laughs> We are going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Myself. Your host, Petrina Fava. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. 
every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at patrinafava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, your host, Petrina Fava. And today, we're talking about this very small topic that no one really has any concerns about called mothers, the women we love to hate. So so <laughs> I have to tell you, I was a little bit like nervous about doing this topic, but I'm having a blast and I'm having fun in the chat room with my, my playmates here. Um, so during the break, I did a really nerdy thing and I looked up caring on the etymology online dictionary because I like words. So care, care. So remember we talked about mothering as a verb means to care for. So what does that mean? How how much meaning have we placed on the word care and how many different definitions of the word care do we have? And, you know, does your mother have one definition of what it means to care for you? And do you have a different definition of what it means to be cared for? And if those things are not the same, which they're probably not, then this results in this huge amount of conflict. So um, let's. There's a little bit of energy on that. So um, let's just clear all that. So everywhere you and your mother are trying to care about each other, while having completely opposite ideas about what caring means, will you destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so you want to hear what I found online about what the word care means? This is good. Are you ready? So care from the Old English means be anxious, grieve, to feel concern or interest, lament, grief, to lament, cry out, call, scream, (laughs) 
this is awesome, you guys. I just, I just find this so fascinating. Care, the verb, means to be anxious, to grieve, to feel concern or interest, to lament, to cry out, call, scream. What? <laughs> this is from the 1500s. Are you kidding me? So look at this crazy definition of care and this is part which is part of the original meaning of this word and so of course we have this completely messed up idea of what it means to care for someone because how much are you bringing past lifetime ideas of what it means to care for someone through into this lifetime now and you know trying to fit into this this 2016 definition of caring while <laughs> carrying over what you knew about caring from the 1500s like oh my god it's so funny so so why was i talking about caring you know what does it again another thing that we place so much significance on and that we we have such a misunderstanding of this word so what if to truly care for someone actually means to allow them to choose whatever they're going to choose, even if it will destroy them. How many mothers are unwilling to let their children choose because they think or they even know that it will be a detrimental choice or it will destroy them or it will wreak havoc in their lives, whether that's a point of view, a judgment, like a, a you know, an opinion, or whether it's actually a true knowing, how many mothers are very unwilling to let their children destroy themselves with their choices? And everything that brings up, times a gazillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and all nine choice boys and beyonds. And let's go the other way, everywhere you are unwilling to let your mother choose whatever she wants to choose, even if it means it will destroy her, even if it means that letting her... Everywhere you're unwilling to let your mother choose small when you know she is capable of so much greater, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. How much expectation do you have of your mother that she's not meeting for you? And is it caring to push her to meet that? Or is it actually being a total superior bitch? What if you could allow your mother to be everything she is, the way she is? And what if you could allow your mother to care for you in the way that she knows how? What would it be like to receive caring from your mother without a point of view of what caring is supposed to be? Would you be willing to receive the caring from your mother that is unique to her, that only she knows how to give you in her own very unique way? If you judge it, can you receive it? So no matter what it looks like, so everywhere you are unwilling to receive caring from your mother that is unique to her, that is the gift that she has for you, even if it doesn't look like the package you thought it was going to come in, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
So I was going to start talking about how do we change this, but we kind of already started talking about, about it, so let's just go with it. Um, so how do we change this? How do we change this this crap that we have between our moms? And what if the crap is not actually crap, actually, now that I think about it? So everywhere you're judging the fighting, the dueling, the the difference of opinion, um, the resistance, the reaction, the the fire that is between you, everywhere you're judging that as wrong, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, get bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because what if all of that is actually a contribution to your life? What if all that resistance and all that 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 mm, what is that? I want it's not fighting. It's what if all that stirring, the stirring? Do you get that? The the stirring that is between you, the stirring of the pot, the pushing of the buttons. What if all of those things? are actually a contribution to your life? And what if all of those things are things that are pushing you to choose greater? And everywhere you're unwilling to perceive, no be and receive that, will you destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I mean, I look at my kids. I mean, I have, I've been talking about my mother, but I haven't been talking about my kids. And they are button pushers of magnitude. What? My oldest daughter, she's 12, and I swear she's 12 going on. 25 she she knows my buttons and sometimes i don't even know how she knows them because they're not things i've said for she just knows she knows my buttons and who knows how many lifetimes we've shared right she knows how to push my buttons she knows how to get me to step the fuck up i will tell you because the moment she was born i have been choosing greater and greater and greater so you know she I so here's an example. I was have been petrified of water since I was a kid and never learned to swim, never even looked at water. Huge fear of drowning. Uh I was 30 years old when my first daughter was born and one of the first things that I desired for her <laughs> and here we go already starting expectations one of the things i desired for her right away was for her to learn how to swim very well um because i didn't know how to so she better learn because i wasn't going to be able to save her so i put her in swimming lessons at like four months old and then one day i went hmm one day she's going to be a good swimmer or she's going to at least be a you know, halfway swimmer, <laughs> mediocre swimmer. And she's going to say, Mommy, can you come to the deep end with me? And I'm going to say, I don't know how. I'm scared. And I went, well, I'm not having that. And at 30 years old, I took swimming lessons for the first time. So, and and that's just the first, the first of many, many motivations that my children have provided for me. And that one looked, you know, that one came in a nice little package. It's like, oh, you should step up and learn how to swim for your daughter or for to, so that you can swim with your children. That one came in a pretty present with a bow. So that one was easier to receive. And some of them, she's 12 now, so being a preteen, some of the gifts that she gives me are not packaged in that pretty bow. <laughs> Sometimes they look like a lot of screaming and yelling and stomping and slamming of doors. So... You know, mothers and daughters and parents and children 
all of the fighting that goes on between us, is it as bad as we think it is? Is it so terrible? And if we didn't judge it as terrible, could we receive it for the gift that it is? If we're judging it as terrible, as bad, as fighting, as something to fix, as something to get over, as something to get through, are we missing the gift? So everything that brings up, everything that does not allow you to see the gift in the conflict, in the dueling, in the stirring. I keep kind of getting this energy of stirring, like stirring the pot, stirring it up, stirring it up, stirring it up. Everything, that, everywhere you can't see the gift in all that stirring, will you destroy it and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Well, it's time for a break. How did that happen? So <laughs> let's go to break. Uh, another uh, One more break uh, before the show is over. So you are listening to Mothers, the women we love to hate on messy adventures in living with myself, Petrina Fava. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen.fm with myself, Petrina Fava. And today we are talking about mothers, the women we love to hate. So over the past 45 minutes, we've been looking at all of the crap between mothers and daughters and mother-in-laws and 
godmothers and everything, <laughs> everything that mothers us. And some great awarenesses around um, how much we think actually our mothers have expectations of us, but really think about all of the expectations that we have, that we've placed on our mothers. And so between the two of you, how much projection and expectation and judgment is going on there. And, um, you know, we've talked about caring and what does it mean to be caring. And basically what we've come to is what if all of the tension, the dueling, the fighting between you and your mom or your mother-in-law especially your mother-in-law. Hmm, we haven't talked about mother-in-laws. There's a lot of charge there. You know, um, what if the tension between you and your mother-in-law is actually a gift? <laughs> Just a little bit of people screaming no at that one. I will not see my mother-in-law as a gift. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody resisting? <laughs> So, uh, and so let's clear that so everything that brings up, will you just sort of agree at all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what if you could see all of this as a dance, as a gift, as a way that you are creating something that you don't even maybe realize you're creating? So how can we change all of this? We've been talking a little bit about that, but here's some practical tools that you can take away from tonight's show that you can use in your interactions with your moms, your mother-in-laws, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these are tools from Access Consciousness, and they Access really shows you how to ask questions rather than come to conclusions. So I would say tool number one is no judgment, none. No judgment, no good judgments, no bad judgments, no judgment. My mother-in-law is a bitch. Yeah, I mean, that might be an awareness, but that is, let's just not judge anything that our parents or our mothers are choosing to be, no judgment. Um, everything is just an interesting point of view. And when you see something as not good and not bad, there's this thing called just interesting so what if you could look at everything that your mother is choosing, everything that your mother is being, as just interesting. Not good, not bad, not right, not wrong, just interesting. And here's another one. So how much of the how much between you and your mother, and especially you and your mother in law? Wow, I think we need to do a whole other show on mother in laws. Especially between you and your mother in law, how much of this stuff is actually about needing to be right. Right? <laughs> huge. Well, it is for me, so maybe it's not for everybody else. But there is this huge need to be right on both ends. I'm your mother. I know more than you. Therefore, I'm right. You must listen to me. And then, on the other side, uh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm right. You don't know more than me. I know me. I'm right. Huge needing to be right between mothers and mother-in-laws and daughters. Huge, 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 huge. So the willingness to be wrong and to let go of being right can change everything for you and your mother and everything for you and your daughter. So everywhere you are resisting being wrong and everywhere you are holding on so tightly to being right and to proving to your mother that you are right 
God damn it. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and meows. What if you could just let your mother be right? And just because you tell her she's right, it doesn't mean you have to believe she's right. What if you could just let her have that? What if you could just let her have being right without making you wrong? If she's right, you don't have to be wrong. It doesn't have to work that way. You can just let her have being right. Just let her have it for fun if that's what she wants. Might change everything, but don't try it. Don't try it because you know what might happen? Then you might not have to fight with your mother anymore. There might be nothing to fight about. And then what? Then what would you do, right? So, so, um, we, so we are coming to the end of the show. We have three more minutes left. What else is possible between moms and daughters and mother-in-laws and daughters that we've never considered? And what if all the bullshit sayings about mothers and daughters are not true? How many times have you heard mother, mother-daughter relationships are the most complicated on the planet? How many times have you heard it? How many times have you said it? What if that is an enormous crock of shit? And what if that does not have to be true? And what if every time you hear it and every time you believe it, you actually create it? So everywhere you are creating, mother-daughter relationships are the hardest relationships on the planet. Can you please let that go? Destroy and uncreate it all and ask a question. Ask this question. What else is possible here that I've never considered? What can I receive from my mother that I've never been willing to receive before? Truly, what else is possible with this? And what could we actually create and generate together with our mothers and our mother-in-laws? Imagine the potency between all of us. What could we create? Because we are creating. We're creating a lot of crap. So what if we could create magic instead with our moms, with our mother-in-laws, with our daughters? How much magic could we create? How much potency is there between all of us? Um, if you are interested in continuing this conversation, I will be having a telecall on uh, May the 19th at 1 p.m. Eastern Ten Standard Time. Please check the Facebook page of this event. I will post it there. Um, definitely continuing this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on this show. I have had a blast talking about this. Go off and um, enjoy your mom's and what else is possible. Thank you for listening, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.